In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today, behold your king. Look at Jesus entering the holy city of Jerusalem, accompanied by joyful crowds who laud him as a king. See him seated on a donkey with palms spread at his feet, led as David's royal son Solomon was once led long ago into Jerusalem to be ordained as king. We see Jesus entering Zion, the city of Jerusalem, fulfilling the words of the prophet Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation. And he shall speak peace unto the nations. And his dominion shall be from sea to sea, from the river to the ends of the earth. And seeing the coming of our Redeemer King, We too rejoice, singing with the psalmist, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory will come in. But what strange glory this is. For our King comes in meekness and goes on in deep humility, laying down his life, riding on to death. Behold, thy King cometh unto thee, not in force of arms, or swelling pride, or in the lust for power, but he comes meek and humble and lowly in heart, doing nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, coming not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Today, behold your king. Look at Jesus crucified, derelict, desolate, dead. See him hanging on the cruel, hard wood of the cross, a mocking title hanging over his bloody head. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. See the King of Israel, the Lord of all, our very life, hanging dead on the tree. Today, behold your King. Look at Christ Jesus, who debased himself and emptied himself for us. See him, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on the cross. Today, behold your king. In the Trechikov Gallery in Moscow, there is a 14th century icon from Serbia. It is stunning in its simplicity and in the clarity of its theological vision. Picture it there, hanging, an icon with a golden background about two feet by two feet in size. On it, the naked torso of a man, 
drawn with thick black lines, with a jet black beard and hair falling on his shoulders, his arms crossed over his chest, his head bowed, his eyes closed, apparently in death, a golden nimbus around his head which identifies him as Christ. Behind his head, at the top of the icon, a thick black bar, inscribed on either end with Cyrillic letters, letters which abbreviate the words Tsar Slavi, the King of Glory. This type of icon is also called extreme humility. For me, it perfectly displays the humility of the King of Glory, the glory of our humble King. Today, behold your king. Look at Jesus, the Lord of all, the Lord who reigns, who reigns even from the wood of the cross. In the crucified Christ, behold our God, who, as an old hymn has it, hath reigned and triumphed from the tree. Here is what true kingliness looks like. What true glory is, true power and might, true wisdom, perfect freedom. We see the glory of our King displayed in his humility, in his complete offering of himself, who being in the form of God, humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also hath exalted him, and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. Today behold your king. Look at the one whom Augustine called, my God, the humble Jesus, whose humility is the antidote to our swelling pride. Listen to how Augustine describes the humble Jesus and his work of salvation. He says, addressing the Lord, Your word, eternal truth, higher than the superior parts of your creation, raises those submissive to him to himself. He built for himself a humble house of our clay. By this he detaches from themselves those who are willing to be made his subjects, and carries them across to himself, healing their swelling and nourishing their love. They are no longer to place confidence in themselves, but rather to become weak. They see at their feet divinity become weak by his sharing in our mortal nature. In their weariness, they fall prostrate before this divine weakness that rises and lifts them up. The humility of Jesus raises up those who abandon themselves to him. In their weariness, they fall prostrate before this divine weakness, which rises and lifts them up. They are no longer to place confidence in themselves, but rather to become weak, to place all their hope and trust and confidence in the humble Jesus. To glory not in themselves, but in the Lord, 
whose strength is made perfect in weakness. To glory in God, who, as St. Paul writes, has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the, th the things that are wise, and the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty, and base things, and things that are despised, has God chosen, yea, and things that are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Therefore, we are no longer to place confidence in ourselves, but rather to become weak, falling down before the humble Jesus, not trusting in ourselves, but in the God who raises the dead. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. Our king, whose divine weakness rises and lifts us up. The humble Jesus, to whom be all honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.